0: what is going on everybody this is mike hughes and you're listening to mike on the mic everything sports related podcast today we're going to be talking about everything chicago related sports wise um for the recap of this week today is currently saturday june 26 2021 it was an amazing week for chicago sports it was a bad week for chicago sports a lot of things are up and down right now um there's not a lot to be said there's not a lot to not be said you know we're somewhat in the middle of you know like that was cool and that fucking sucked so there, there's there's just a lot that goes on. Now we're gonna start off with that's fucking sucked because I like to end things on a positive note here. Um, with the with the Chicago Bulls and the NBA draft lottery that happened, I believe Tuesday night. Um, the Chicago Bulls had like a twenty percent chance at getting a top four pick, and one of the top four picks, which if you really think about it, is like an eighty percent chance of getting a top four pick. But it, that is neither here nor there. Um. They did not. They fell at number eight. So the Orlando Magic do get to keep that pick because we traded for Vucevic in the middle of the season at the deadline. Um, totally worth it. Not even upset about it. You know, we can definitely go after someone like DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Derek Rose, et cetera, et cetera, in free agency. So I'm not really tripping. I still love Kobe White. I still love Patrick Williams, uh, Zach Levine, obviously Vucevic. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with Lori Marketing. There's so many things, unknowns, but I'm not very upset about it. Um, the Detroit Pistons get, did get the number one overall pick. Very happy for them. They've been getting fucked over for years in the lottery after years and years and years of just being complete ass. Um, but, um, yeah, very happy for Detroit basketball. Hopefully that'll be coming back sometime soon. Even as a Bulls fan, it's just sorry as hell to see that organization just so bad. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the bad news for that. Um what do I think about it? Do I think there's any chance that we could sneak in and get a pick or are we going to flip somebody? Or are we going to sneak our way into the draft? I really don't. I really don't think we're going to sneak our way into the draft. I think that's just too out of reach for us. I think there's no reason to do it. We really don't need that. Um, one of my biggest things right now about the Bulls is they, they're really just a signing away. You know what I mean? Or, or a trade away. Like, kind of similar to, like, the Toronto Raptors and I believe it was 2018 or 2019, um, when, after acquiring Kawhi Leonard. If the Bulls were to acquire a a Kawhi Leonard-type guy, I don't know that, why that was so hard to say. Um, say you get rid of Laurie Marketing and you bring in Kawhi Leonard because uh, he does have the potential of opting out of his contract as a player option at the end of the season. You would have a starting five of Kobe White, <laughs> Zach Levine, you know... Um, Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Williams, and Vucevic, and then you'd have a backcourt of you know Kobe and Zach in their third year together, and I think that would be fucking amazing. I think it'd be super stellar. Um, You could also bring in someone like Lonzo. I mean, it's it's just to that point where I don't think we need someone like Cade Cunningham. I think we have the pieces, we have the stars, we have the leaders in the future of this team. We just need that final cornerstone piece to bring it all together and whether that be a point guard and you keep Lori or whether that be um, Kawhi Leonard or DeMar DeRozan and, and then you just keep Kobe and let him continue to flourish and get better, it, it's honestly, it's up in the air. We, it's 50-50 on no matter how it can go. Um, I'm with Billy Donovan, I completely trust his process. I would love someone like Chris Paul, Derrick Rose, um, Lonzo Ball because that's, that's really where Billy Donovan flourishes is having a point guard who's a great floor facilitator and can space that floor. Um, the bad thing about Kobe White is, you know, he just with, I, I just personally feel like as of right now, now, mind you, a lot's changed. He's cut his hair, you know, (laughs) he's a totally different guy, totally different guy now. Um, you know, from when he was drafted, but we don't know what he could be next year. But as of right now, I'm just going to be honest, the man's a great scorer, but I would not call him, um a passing floor reading point guard. I mean, that's just not him. I mean, he's great. Don't get me wrong when he's off the bench. Oh my God, the man is cooking. He's insane. Um, but when he's around other stars, I just, he, I, he either is great with assists, you know, and that's perfectly fine or, or he just scores and he doesn't, you know, facilitate the floor at all. And he's just doing his own thing. And Zach Levine's really ball, uh ball handling the majority of the time. Um, which is unfortunate. You know, if you had that Kemba Walker type guy, which OKC is also looking to trade. OKC actually traded for Kemba Walker for uh, Al Horford. That's my my dog. Um, Stop it. Uh, Al Horford, they traded Al Horford in a a first round or a second round pick for uh, Kemba Walker, which is, it is what it is. Um, They're probably going to flip him trying to get into the draft, sneak in a little bit more. But it'd be interesting if the Bulls were to go after Kemba. It really would. Um, I don't know if they could take on that amount of salary cap, but it would be very, very interesting. Um, with that being said, we're going to move on to our next subject, Justin Fields, Justin Fields got a bet this week. I guess he was in the middle of practice. Um, already great things about practice. He showed up to mini camps like two weeks earlier, our training camps, not mini camps. He showed up to training camp two weeks early instead of going on the family vacation. He's at home reading the playbook. You love to hear that. Anyways, um, there's this video going around of Justin Fields hitting the crossbar, um, (laughs) and the, from the goalpost. And he did it twice in a row. And he hit it the first time and everyone bet that he couldn't. And and he said um, that he could do it again. And he did it again. It's fucking amazing. The accuracy of this kid is just getting better and better every single day. Andy Dalton apparently um, is being reported to stay later in practices to mentor him and teach him everything. Nick Foles is kind of a weird situation. I feel I feel like something's going on with Nick Foles right now. Like I feel like it's unspoken. It's not... Like a conversation they're trying to have, but I think something happened with Nick Foles and the relationship with the Chicago Bears. not really sure what that is, um, whether it's because we drafted Justin or we tried to trade for him or we tried to trade him um, on draft night. Not really sure what it is, but I just feel like he's not as vocal. You haven't really been hearing much about him. Mind you, the focus has been on Justin and Andy, but it's just weird that Nick hasn't really publicly said anything from what I've read. But um, that's the greatest news I've heard all week about Justin Fields being amazingly accurate. Um, next up, we got the Chicago Cubs. The Chicago Cubs threw a no-hitter against the Los Angeles Dodgers again um, in Dodgers Stadium. This is the second time it's happened uh, in like the six years, I think. Um, it was a combined no-hitter. It was um, Zach Davies went six innings, um, which we traded for you, Darvish. So amazing. He's been lights out the month of June. Um, Ryan Tapera, Andrew Chafin, and Craig Kimball. And th- the bullpen didn't even know that he, they were throwing a no-hitter. For, apparently, that's what I've heard. Um, amazing game. They won 4-0, four to, four to zero, threw a no-hitter. Um, it's, it's 2016 vibes all over again. That's honestly how it feels. It's been amazing. It's been feeling great. Um, I'm happy for the Chicago Cubs. I believe Javier Baez hit two home runs. Wilson Contreras hit a home run. It was just a great game. Wilson Contreras caught his first no-hitter of his career. You have David Ross, Miguel Montero, um, Victor Carantini. Actually, I don't know if it was Miguel Montero. I think it was David Ross. No, it had to have been Miguel Montero. Because David Ross caught one of them. Jake threw two. Yeah, Jake Arrieta threw two in 2015 and 2016 uh, together. So one had to have been Miguel Montero. The other one had to have been David Ross and then I, my dog is pissing me off, um, and then Victor Carantini was the one with Alec Mills last year, so then this one had, it was Wilson Contreras, and, which is insane, because Yadier Molina, in all of his years of playing baseball for the Cardinals, has never even sniffed a no-hitter, um, which is so awesome, and I think, um, we really do need to just just glorify that because it's the seventh no hitter of the MLB season. I believe that's a franchise record or a, a league record of the most no hitters ever um, in a single season, and we're only in June. That's 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 insane. Um, but for the Chicago Cubs to do that to the defending World Series champions, you know, it's the first time three former MVPs have gotten no hit before. That's uh, um, Pulhos, Albert Pulhos, you know, um, Cody Bellinger. And uh, monkey Betts, I believe, and, and that's 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 fucking insane. That is insane to me to think. And, and it's not even just them, you know, Justin Turner as well, um, Corey Seager and others. I mean, there's many, many, many great Will Smith, great players on this offense, um, and and we just completely annihilated them and shut them down. And we also swept them earlier on in the year. Um, so it's just a great feeling, especially for Zach Davies and, and especially for Jed Hoyer because it's one of those things where people are questioning, you know, should we have traded you, Darvish um, now that we're doing so well, we kind of just need that ace, and you, Darvish has been that all year. The Cubs are currently playing them right now. It is two to 2-2. Two. Urias is pitching uh, top of the six, one out. Um, Anthony Rizzo hit a home run, but that's all I know. But um, anyways... From what, I under, from what I'm understanding, you know, Zach Davies is, is coming back into that 2020 pitcher that he was with a sub two ERA, um, which is amazing. It's amazing feeling. It's amazing to know that he's stepping up. Kyle Hendricks is coming back to full form. Um, he's looking great again. You know, you got other guys like Alec Mills in the rotation. It's looking good. ever um, Elzelay doing his thing as always. And, and it's just going to continue to get better, hopefully. I mean, the sky is the limit. You got guys like Justin Steele. You really don't know what we're gonna have to give up to at the deadline. Um, for me personally, I think we could run it with this squad. I think there's nothing wrong with it. I think if they make a trade, I'm all for it. If they don't, I'm all for it. It's one of those things where, you know, it is what it is, and and we'll just see what happens as the year goes on. And if there's an injury or something, we'll address that. And if not. I think we could ride this team to the sunset. I to the promised land. I really, I really don't see why not. After, you know, um, such good performances throughout the year, and, and in October, these guys are experienced. They guys know what they know what's going on. Um, now, if they want to trade the whole team, you know that's that's not that's not my decision. Um, but me personally, I love this team. I love everything about them. I love their attitude going into this year. I love you know their competitiveness, their drive. you see Anthony Rizzo and Wilson Contreras getting into it in the dugout the one day. um they're picking each other up they're they're holding each other accountable. It's just a great atmosphere that David Ross has been creating, and I think this is exactly what they needed from Joe Madden, but Joe Madden was so lenient and just so chilled out and Zen and Kind of like a didn't give a shit what happened that will be fine in the end kind of attitude. And that's not how baseball should be ran. That's not how any sport or organization should be ran. Um, and I think the Cubs got it right when they hired David Ross. And and I think a lot of people were skeptical of it at first, but I think it's one of the greatest decisions they've made. Um, whether or not Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, Will Contreras and all of them stay... Um, that's honestly that's honestly the biggest thing for me right now is that i think david ross will be able to help mentor young youth guys for a very long time and these guys as well if they decide to stay that's you know conversation for another day but um i love it i love it so much um next up we got something kind of crazy and it's it's not a positive conversation um the Chicago Blackhawks, there's, there's crazy sexual assault and sexual like abuse scandal going on about assistant coachings from what I heard. And it's, it, it's crazy because, in, and it's not the first time I've heard of this. Daniel Carcillo, former Chicago Blackhawk, uh, um, founder of the Chapter 5 Foundation for people with concussions and people who have, you know, suffered from PTSD, depression, mental health, all that great stuff um not great stuff but you know what i mean all that stuff he helps advocate for that stuff and he helps do great amazing things to help people get better um and 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 shows you ways on how to get better he suffers it he suffers from it as well um if you want to go check that out check it out it's great it's a great organization it's a great fundraiser um it's definitely it's worth the read um it's an amazing read but um with that being said you know he's spoken loudly about you know sexual abuse and and mental abuse Throughout the organization and throughout the league and in, in itself, you know, going into the minors everywhere around, um, there's players who do it, there's coaches who do it, there's owners who do it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's sick. Um, so it's really unfortunate to be hearing about this. I'm really hoping that it's not the case. Um, maybe it's a former. I hope it's like a former assistant coach. If anything, I hope this is not a problem we have to address right now, because that's sick and, and it needs to be stopped. And there and there's no way in hell. Um, that that by any means should be allowed or that should be tolerated. I think you're a grown ass man. Um, and, and you know better. You know what I mean? You know better. You know that's not right um, to do that to anybody. Nonetheless, a, a professional athlete who you work who, who is your coworker. Um Like that's just, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm, but as, as that continues to come out, I will continue to talk about that. Um, But I have not read enough to have this full conversation. I just wanted it out there. That is news in Chicago this week Um, Next up the Chicago White Sox are officially at full capacity We love to see that I've been at a couple Chicago White Sox games this year, you know, it's great Guaranteed rate as a Cubs fan um, is a great place to go. I've come in a Cubs jersey. I've come in my Justin Fields jersey I've come in a bunch of stuff it's always fun. Today's game was um, rescheduled with the Mariners because there were tornado warnings, sirens going off. Chicago's been crazy. Um, Chicago's been an absolute mess. But the Chicago White Sox, man, have just not been great as of late. Got their ass busted by the Mariners 9-3 to the other night. Um, lost to the Pirates 6-3. to They won to the Pirates 4-3 to the next day. Um, the Astros swept them. Yeah, that was bad. Um, they did, they did win the series against the Rays. That was good. But, I mean, the Astros have just been calling everybody's number. I believe they won over 11 games in a row this year without cheating, supposedly. Um, I'm sick and fucking tired of the Astros, though. I need, I need them gone. <laughs> um, anyways, um, next up, we're going to be having a conversation right now about something that happened a couple years ago. Chicago Cubs player Ben Zobris retired from baseball after taking a brief period of time off after apparently his wife cheated on him or that they were filing a divorce. Um, now, I'm friends with someone who lives across the street from Ben Zobris, or my sister is friends with someone who lives across the street from Ben Zobris, and you know, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of speculations. Do they even still live there? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but... It finally came out about two years later, I wanna say it was, Ben's been gone for about two years. Um, you know, there was rumors he was selling his World Series ring because she was trying to take it. He you know, immediately denied those rumors and allegations in his, in his um, what is it called? Um, what the hell is it called? Oh my God, I'm tweaking out. Anyways, who, his representative um, said that that's not true, that's false, that's not a, that's not a real claim that anybody's making. Um, that's just a false narrative that TMZ and everybody else is reporting. Um, but it is coming out that Ben Zobrist's pastor, he's a very religious man. They're both very religious. I believe they're Christians. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the pastor was the one that slept with the wife or had some relation with the wife, Juliana Zobrist. Um, this is from what I'm reading and, and Ben Zobrist is great friends with that individual. So while Ben Zobrist was on the road, the pastor or the priest, whatever he is, um, was was fooling around with Juliana in some way, shape, or form, and and that is fucking insane. Like, like sorry for the irony and and, and the and the you know corny joke, but holy shit, that's that's the pa- the priest the pri- like wow. Um, th- there's not much I could say. There's not like th- I, I want to make a joke, but like I don't know if it's okay to make a joke about that. Um, might, might lose some followers, but um. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to me to think that it happens. It was a conversation. I was really looking forward to like Like oh, holy shit like the that, that's insane to me like I just can't believe that if that's true um, What that means or like what that what that means for their relationship or his religion or how he views things like that's that's got to be insane That's got to be absolutely insane um, I completely understand why he took as much time off as he did at first I was upset because it's like if you're getting a divorce that is what it is That's that's a that's a off the field issue like you still need to show up and put in work You kind of just left your team But I mean if this was one of your closest friends as well Not only that but the leader of your congregation the leader of your church the leader of you know your religion Um, in a sense, you know, the man you go to to speak about your religion, your sins, blah, 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 for your kids, baptism, all that stuff. You know, if you had that kind of bond, I mean, and, and to find out he's been with your wife. I mean, thou shall not, what is it? Thou shall not, um, congregate with thou neighbor, something like, some shit like that. I'm not being disrespectful at all. I really, I was, I was horrible in Sunday classes, but, um yeah i really I really don't know but that that is that is crazy that is absolutely insane I definitely would have thought it was like just someone random i f- I feel like that's the weirdest thing when when women will do that and, and men'll do it too don't get it twisted um I'm not advocating that we're not you know guilty of doing things um I'm no saint either but it's one of those things where it's like, why would you sleep with someone's best friend? Why would you sleep with someone, someone new? And, and I know this is not, we're not talking about sports, but it's a fucking great conversation to have because it's like, you could sleep with fucking anybody in this world. There's fucking, how many, I'm going to look it up right now. How many men there are in the world? How many men are in the world? Let me check it out. The number of men and women in the world is roughly equal, though. Men hold a slight lead with 102 men for 102 women in 2020. That doesn't fucking answer my question. Hold on. I'm checking it out right now. 162.83 million males. Oh, my. In the U.S.? In the U.S. alone. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um. But yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely insane to think that, you know, we can't have this conversation and say, you could have slept with anybody in this world. And, and I know some people are listening to my podcast right now that know about me and, and are saying, are, are going to be calling me out on my shit, um, cause of my personal life, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. But you know, it's just one of those things where I just completely don't understand. She could have slept with anybody. And, and I, I'm just, I know I'm rambling, but it just blew my mind. The priest, the priest, the father, out of all people, the most holiest man you corrupted. That's fucking insane, dude. And, and prayers up for Ben Zobris because he was such a great guy, such a great locker room individual. Um, he does not deserve that by any way, shape, or form. But that's what's been going on this week in Chicago sports. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. That's all I got for you guys this week. This has been Mike on the Mic. Peace out.